Hey guys, welcome back to In Real Time, the podcast, where we talk about living life as a devout believer in Christ. I'm your host, Andrea McKellar. Let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I am super excited for today's show. And I know y'all hear me say that every single week. And the reason why I'm always so excited for these shows is because the revelation that I am sharing with you guys is things that I am learning in real time. Hence the show name. (laughs) So this week's episode is going to be about the dangers of compromise. So again, I am in a sales business and I see so many people get to the top by simply compromising on their belief system. And you know what I'm saying? I believe in God, so I'm not about to be out here compromising, okay? And so I want to share with you guys today the things I've learned about compromising and what Holy Spirit has revealed to me about the dangers of compromising and how you can overcome them. So let's jump right in. So to compromise means an agreement or settlement of a dispute that is reached by each side making a concession. So an agreement or a settlement of a dispute reached by each side making a concession. Now, compromise is not always a bad thing, but today we are talking about compromising on your belief system, on your core values as a child of God. So one might compromise for many reasons. One of those reasons being fear of man or because of one's own desire. You could also see people compromise because They want to people please or they don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And honestly, that all goes back to fear of man. One of the number one ways I've seen believers compromise is when people will curse around them and the person will say, oh, I'm sorry. And the believer will be like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Or if a believer hears somebody say something and they'll apologize to you and you'll be like, oh, no, don't you know, do you boo. Like those are some of the biggest ways I've seen people compromise in their past. And I'm not gonna lie. I used to be that girl. I used to be the one like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Now, if you curse around me, I'm gonna correct you. Like, you know, I can't control you. You're an adult. But at the same time, if you're like in my presence and you just got a sailor mouth, I'm gonna be like, hey, listen, can you just tone it down? Like, please. And if you do apologize, I'm gonna politely say thank you. I'm not gonna Say, oh, no, don't worry about it. Oh, yes, worry about it in my presence, okay? You are standing in the presence of a king's daughter, okay? So the first reason we shouldn't compromise is because compromising costs us too much. When I think about this, it reminds me of the story of Saul and how when he compromised on what the Lord had commanded him to do and go in and destroy that other city and to destroy everything and don't bring back nothing, how he brought back not only the king, But he brought back the best of the best of stuff in which he found valuable. And that ended up costing him his role as king over Israel. And I frankly think he regretted it because, I mean, he spent a lot of time trying to chase down and kill David. So he was bitter about something. So when it comes to compromising and with God, you have to commit 100%. Half measures just won't do. So when God tells you to do something, Go in and do it completely. Do not compromise on what the Lord said because of the desires of your own heart. Also, when it comes to costing you too much, compromising can cost you your peace. 
when it comes to, for example, telling a little white lie and you have to keep up that lie and just keep going and have to remember all the lies, all the components that you done told, that's too much work. And now you tiptoeing around, hoping you don't say nothing, and now you ain't got no peace. Uh Uh-uh, that costs too much. The second danger of compromise is that compromising causes you to come into agreement with idolatry. For example, in Numbers 25, verse 1 through 3, we see a story where the Israelites were camped out, and it says that some men defiled themselves by having sexual relations with the local women. And it says that these local women invited them to attend sacrifices to their gods. And it says, so the Israelites went ahead and feasted with them and worshiped their gods. And in this way, it says Israel joined in the worship of Baal Peor, causing the Lord's anger to blaze against the people. So when I read this story, I imagine that, you know, these men were probably just sitting around chilling and they seen these beautiful women and they was like, oh, Okay, like, what's up, you know? And they knew not to intermingle with those women. They were commanded not to do that. But because of their own desires, they did it anyways. And I'm pretty sure when they set out doing it, they didn't intend to end up worshiping their gods. They probably just intended to feel a a need that they had, a, a physical need that they had, if you know what I'm saying. And so when that happened, they was probably all love struck. You know, they all in their emotions and their feelings and everything is running high. And the girls, I'm sure, just wore them down. And they were like, yeah, like, come on, like, let's worship my God with me. And they're like, okay, all right. So I don't think it started out that way, but that's what they, that's what happened because they ended up doing something they weren't supposed to do. And it caused them to fall into idolatry. And the reason why this was idolatry was because they were worshiping their gods in any thing you put before God is an idol. In this case, it was their fleshly desires, these women, and eventually their gods that they were worshiping. The third danger of compromise is that it kills your witness. Now, there are many ways that compromising can kill your witness. But one example I want to share with you guys is Lot in the Bible. So when Lot went to Sodom and Gomorrah for the second time after he had already been rescued, it comes a point where the angels are telling him, Hey lot, you need to get your family and get up out of here. We about to destroy this place. And he goes and he tells his daughter's husbands, his son-in-laws, Hey, this is what's about to go down. And the Bible says that they took him as a, it, it took what they took, what he was saying as a joke. Now, I don't believe that they took him as a joke, but it was probably the fact that he had compromised that they had seen him be this righteous man of God. And now he was in this city where they were clearly doing some things that was despicable in the Lord's sight so much so that the Lord saw fit to destroy this place. And so when he came to them being serious about the things of God, they didn't believe it. They took it as a joke. And then imagine how many other people in Sodom and Gomorrah lot could have saved and changed If he had went in there and he hadn't compromised, if he hadn't flexed, if he hadn't bend it to the way that they were doing things. Now, I don't know the depth of the way he was operating with them, but the fact that he didn't stand out as like a light on a hill or a city on a hill as a salt of the earth, it just goes to speak volumes of how much compromise can affect one in the mission that God has given them. And also think about the fact that 
when you are out in public, how you conduct yourself matters. If you are sitting up here calling yourself a child of God, but every time somebody do something to you, you popping off, you going off on people, church people going out to eat, don't never want to tip. Imagine how that makes the person on the outside looking in want to serve your God. I, I heard somebody say one time, and I'm not sure who said it, but I think it might've been Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd. I think he said, a lot of people may not read the Bible, but you may be the only Bible that they ever get a chance to read, that they ever actually see. You may be the representation of God that a lot of people are going to get to see. And so it's like, if you are out here conducting yourself in any way, if you are out here compromising, you are giving God a bad reputation among these people. Now, don't get me wrong. God don't need your help doing what he sets out to do. However, if God has called you to do something, if he's put a calling on your life, if you are supposed to be functioning in a certain in a certain capacity in the body of Christ and you are out here conducting yourself any type of way, if you are out here with no standards, no boundaries, then yeah, it's going to affect the call that God has on your life. Now, if you have compromised in the past, which most of us has at some point, Peter did it. He compromised when he said that he didn't know Jesus and God still used him to advance the kingdom. Okay. He still used Peter to bring forth souls. There is a way that you can turn that around. The first thing you got to do is repent, ask for forgiveness and turn from that thing. So the second way you can overcome compromising is simply by becoming zealous for the Lord and the things of the Lord. When I say zealous, I mean becoming fervent for those things, being quick to stand up and say no. Don't even think about it. Stand up and say no. And in Numbers 25, this is actually the end of the story where we were talking about a little bit earlier how there, there were those men who slept with the the women of that village and they ended up worshiping their gods well if you go down and you read in numbers 25 and 6 it talks about how a man when he heard about what they had did who was a part of the the israelite camp he literally went into another man's tent who had a woman with him and he impaled the man and the woman pretty much the way I read it was he impaled them together, but he killed them. And it says that the Lord says that he stopped destroying all of Israel as he intended to do in, in his zealous anger. And it was because of that man was so zealous for the Lord. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and kill nobody, but what I am telling you to do is stand up quickly and flee from that thing. Flee from that compromise. Say no quickly. Set boundaries quickly. Don't let it slide. The second way you can overcome compromise is by watching the company you keep. Now, we see a lot of this in the story we were just talking about, but also it made me think about Solomon and how King Solomon was, I mean, he had everything. He had wisdom. He had, he was the richest king to ever live. And he was commanded not to marry foreign women. And that's what he did. At first, it didn't start out like that. But eventually, he ended up marrying these foreign women. And even though he was the king who built the temple, he also ended up compromising in the end because of these women. He thought that he was strong enough to be with these women and not conform to their ways, not conform to the way that they worship their gods. And the Bible talks about how he eventually did it. 
So don't fool yourself thinking that your flesh is strong enough to be in situations you know you shouldn't be in that could cause you to fall and you not fall as well. You may be able to withstand it for a period of time, but if you continue to put yourself in that situation, you're eventually going to compromise. So again, when that time comes up, be zealous and flee. And the third way to overcome compromise is to remember that true success does not compromise integrity. When you think about success, consider success by God's standards. Success purchased with evil are bought at the expense of character. I'm gonna say that again. Success purchased with evil is bought at the expense of character. And there is a, a scripture in Proverbs 10, 22 that says, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. So I was watching reality TV and this is about the time that I was getting near my end of my relationship with reality TV because I used to be like real into it. And so as I was watching it, I was watching these beautiful, successful women, successful by the world standard. I was watching them and all they wanted to do was sit up and argue and fight. And I just could not wrap my head around how so many wonderful, beautiful women could be so miserable. And that's because the blessings that they have, they had to toil to get them. They had to get those things in their own strength and in their, their own power. Now, I'm not discounting their hard work. But what I am saying is that when the Lord gives you something, it does not come with bad strings attached. For example, if the Lord is going to give you a new car, he's not going to say, okay, here's a car. No, you can't afford. Now you got to go do something weird to afford the car payment. That's not how the Lord works. But when we do things out of our own strength, when we are toiling to get ahead, to, to make ends meet or whatever the case may be to be successful, those are the things that it comes with. So the blessings of the Lord make rich and adds no sorrow. Look, we ain't doing nothing strange for no pieces of change over here, okay? The Lord is our provider. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do a quick recap. The first danger of compromising is considering what it costs when you compromise. The second danger is that compromising causes you to come into agreement with idolatry. And the third danger of compromise is that it kills your witness. And you can overcome compromising by simply being zealous for the Lord, being mindful of the company you keep and remembering that true success does not compromise your integrity. So guys, that wraps up this episode of In Real Time, the podcast. I have a goal to reach 400 total downloads before the next episode, and I am almost there. So be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share this show with anyone who you think could benefit from it. Go ahead and follow us on social media. And as always, I love you. God loves you. Be blessed.